Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, well, Jim, it's, uh, you know what, day two, post-Kirk Cousins, or three, uh, at least for this season, for the Vikings. They bring in Dobbs from Arizona, but they're going with the young guy this first week. They kind of have to. He's up to speed on the playbook. What are their kind of expectations, uh, do you think, for Jaron Hall this weekend? Well, you know, they're saying all the right things. Uh, my view is that they're a little nervous about this. Sure. They're hoping he can just manage the offense. They're hoping they can run the ball better than they have. I would recommend them giving the ball to Cam Akers about 25 times on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Going against a good defense, although a good defense lost Garrett, uh, got lost you know the best defense lineman to injury recently, mm-hmm. but it is overall a good defense. Um, I'm just I just honestly. I think they're hoping that he can just be a game manager, just move the sticks, pick up some first downs running, uh, throw it to Hawkinson underneath a lot, just kind of not lose the game and then have the defense, and they're hoping their running game win a close game. I I think that's the realistic view here. Mm -hmm. And Dobbs is here. I'm at the bike facility right now. Dobbs is here. Mm -hmm. Um, He is known as a very intelligent young man, uh, fairly athletic. He's had some really good games for the Cardinals. you know, and listen, I don't think they, I don't think they're going in thinking, okay, we, you know, we have Dobbs, we can put it in the third quarter, it's not going well. But honestly, I'm just not sure this is a great situation for Jaron Hall. No. Um, I, I personally, I would not be shocked if I saw Dobbs on the field sometime on Sunday. Really? All right, this Sunday. You know, I was just reading a little bit about him, a rocket scientist for real. Yeah, I mean, the guy's a 4.0 4. GPA at Tennessee, uh, yes. so he's a smart guy. Highly intelligent, uh, has had some really good games, obviously played really well in their upset of the Cowboys. Um, you know, uh, mobile, not particularly big, not great passing statistics. Obviously, the you know, uh, Arizona was willing to give up on him. Mm. Uh, so he's kind of in that class of quarterbacks who I think can give you a good week, a good month. The real question is, can he do it, you know, long term? And who knows if we'll even find out. Uh, but, but I just... I have a bad feeling about Jaron Hall on Sunday. You know, I could be wrong, but I just think we'll see Dobbs. You know, if not Sunday, I think we'll probably see him next week. And, uh, you know, you heard the comments, I'm sure, from the Cardinals head coach, his name escapes me right now, about why he was making a change to a guy named uh, Clayton Toon, who played at Mm -hmm. Houston and away from Dobbs. He said, I watched the film. So that's why he benched him. He didn't say that part of it. But, you know, that's not exactly a ringing endorsement as he comes over here. No. And, again, why is everybody always searching for the next great quarterback? These are so few of them. Yeah. You know, um, you know there, are, there are a handful who are true, you know, franchise, build everything around them, keep them as long as you can type quarterbacks. And there's a second tier of people like Kirk Cousins who are very good at playing the position, and you're always wondering, okay, but it would likely be better if you went and found and tried to find the next Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a tier where, you know, who knows how long they'll, they'll hold the job. Who know, You know, I mean, Dobbs could be Case Keenum. He could come in here and be just the right person, the right fit at the right time and lead this team someplace. Or he could come in and be one of a million backup quarterbacks who just isn't good enough to play in this league long term. Yeah. 32 NFL teams. What, maybe six, eight of them have a quarterback? Do you say, yeah, he could win a Super Bowl for that team? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and you know, people always ask me, why, can't, why aren't there more good quarterbacks? How can 
the United States of America not produce more good quarterbacks. <laughs> it's not that they don't produce good quarterbacks. It's that the bar is so high. You know, we, I mean, there are, to be one of those top five or six people, you have to be incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be incredibly productive. You have to get, you know, you have to get an entire NFL franchise to think that you are their savior. And there just aren't going to be, they're never going to be more, because we're in a league where everybody, you know, somebody wins and somebody loses in every game every Sunday. Uh, you know, we're never going to look at the people who play pretty well uh, and don't really take their team anywhere in the same way. Once again, Cousins is an excellent passer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think he's really grown as a leader in the last year and a half under O'Connell. Before that, he was just a very good passer, and he mm-hmm. felt like he didn't win big games. But, I mean, only so many people can win big games. Yeah. And coaches' jobs oftentimes are tied to the starting quarterback, especially yep. if the coach is the one that wanted to bring that particular QB to the team and jettison another one. I'm referencing the, the Vegas Raiders. Uh, yep. You know, Josh McDaniels and the GM, both out of a job. Well, you can say directly because they, they rode one guy out of town on a rail who the best wide receiver uh, was a big fan of, and uh, he's down in New Orleans, and they said, let's bring in Jimmy G. Well, Jimmy G's been terrible and injured, which is kind of his career. And they just benched him. Uh, it's basically the same day that, uh, you know, they basically benched him, and then they, then McDaniels got fired. McDaniels, there's no evidence that he's a good coach. Yeah. There's none. No evidence at all that he's a good coach. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing because Rich Bisaka, the uh, previous coach, he and Derek Carr basically guided that team through a bunch of sphere injuries, through the, uh, you know, through the, uh, the wide receiver killing people with his car, yeah. through tragedy, and they made the playoffs. And no, they weren't great. They were going to win a Super Bowl with that group, but they did an admirable job. And this is and this is what I keep going back to with Vikings fans. You know, I know everybody wants the next Patrick Mahomes, but you can also go the other way really easily. You can all end up with a non a non quarterback. You can end up with a joke of a franchise really quickly if you just you know throw everything at a total rebuild. And that's that's that that was the move. Dobbs, that was the. Uh, thread the needle move for the Vikings yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's the reason I didn't think they would go get a quarterback is because I didn't think they would spend draft capital to get one. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a quarterback who is, who's intriguing, and they spent almost nothing. Yeah, they traded late round draft picks. It's a no risk move for a guy who does have some interesting attributes. Mm-hmm. That is a really good. I mean, we don't know how this is going to work out, but in terms of Quessy's job and the way he sees it right now, which is the competitive rebuild. Don't give up on today, but also put yourself in a position to be better tomorrow. That's a pretty good thread the needle move. Yeah, hard to do. And McConnell talked about uh, O'Connell talked about that as well. It's kind of serving two masters, the future yep. and the present. And like I say, it's a, it's a thread the needle uh, type of thing to to make that happen. Uh, it doesn't appear as though they have their quarterback for next year under contract right now for next year, though. Correct. Do they? They do not. Yeah. And and but I do think. Uh, and listen, there's you know we we have many cynics among us. Sometimes I'm more of a skeptic than cynic, but mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of cynics who immediately react to what Connell said about it. Cousins yesterday is oh he's just saying that because he's trying to be a nice guy or he's trying to you know give Kirk a morale boost. I actually take O'Connell at his work. Yep. Um, he did not rule. He not only did not rule out 
them not re-signing Kirk Cousins. He made it sound like that's what he wants. Wow. Um, on a day where they didn't go out and get Kirk Cousins' replacement, he was talking about Kirk Cousins. And let's be honest, Kirk's strengths, diligence, physical toughness, durability, uh, you know, just a relentless work ethic, those things will serve him well in rehab. Aaron Rodgers is coming, looks like he's going to come back early from his Achilles tear. Mm-hmm. And maybe the injury makes Cousins slightly more affordable. I mean, it, it, this, this is, I'm not going to say this is a, it was a good thing he got hurt. It was a terrible thing he got hurt. Right. But in terms of roster building, this might work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, if you're going 50 mil uh, for Cousins, you know, that makes it difficult to continue to yep. fill out the rest of the roster. Not impossible. You've explained that to us before, that there's ways around it to bring star players back. But there's always a cost at the end. I mean, if you have all these guys making 30-plus million dollars a year and you're going to have to throw Justin Jefferson in that, it means maybe your depth isn't quite the same, though, right? Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, there's always a price. There's always a way of getting it done, and there's always a downside to paying the price, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cousins has made it clear he loves it here, that he wants to stay. Now he's coming off an injury. He knows the offense. He's probably going to be more successful here than anywhere else. Um, I, you know, I guess personally, uh, both, both my head and my heart are, tell me it would be a cool thing if they kept him. Yeah. I really think he's become a different human being the last year and a half under O'Connell. He's become much more of a leader, much more of a human being. I think, uh, you know, I think the uh, responses to his injury uh, were really heartfelt. I think he really has won over this locker room uh, in the absence without Zimmer around, you know, basically cussing at him all the time. <laughs> and, you know, you can, once again, you can dream of them doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's realistic to think that without a top five draft pick, you're just going to go out there and draft somebody who's going to become your, your, your franchise quarterback, and it's all going to work out wonderfully. Yeah, Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.